Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming, and I want to begin this edition of the podcast with a story. In the summer of 2001, we found out, as conservative congregations did throughout the country, that the new Chumash, the Eitz Chaim Chumash, that was had been worked on for so many years with the conservative movement, was ready for publication, and would be delivered to congregations just before Sukkot. And it was wonderful because, and you may remember this, many of you, conservative congregations were by and large up to that point using the Hertz Humash, which was published sometime around the uh, early parts of the 20th century. And it had commentaries and it, it had translation, but it just did hadn't kept up with the times. It, it, it was really outdated in so many ways. And this Eitz Chaim Humash that we had seen bits and pieces of was just going to be wonderful. It was going to be more reflective of the times, more thoughtful commentaries, etc. And I was really so excited about it that I decided my first day of Rosh Hashanah's sermon was going to be about how wonderful it was going to be to get this new Humash and what it would mean to the congregation and what it would mean for our services. So I wrote the sermon, and I never delivered it. Because, of course, a week before Rosh Hashanah that year was 9-11. And like every rabbi in the country, perhaps in the world, I'm sure, put away that sermon that I had written, that I had worked so hard on, and came up with a sermon that reflected the things we could learn from and the, the agony, really, that we were experiencing with 9-11. And it didn't stop at Rosh Hashanah because I remember that year and I looked it up recently to see there was something about my Yom Kippur sermon that reflected the experience of 9-11 and in Parshat Breshit and in Parshat Noach. And slowly but surely, I think after Parshat Noach, it's not that 9-11 started to fade into the background. But it was possible to open up the humash and find something different to talk about. And people were ready to hear something different. And every once in a while, when I read a section of the Torah as the year went along that struck me as reminding people of the lessons we had learned, of the horrid experiences we had had as a nation on that day, sometimes I would mention it. But it was never really going to be the 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 main point in the sermon. And I remember that the following year in Rosh Hashanah, I did give a sermon that reflected on what we had experienced a year after 9-11, but it faded into the background. And that makes me think. The horrible, and there are no words, of course, evil, horrible experience of the past few days in Israel is so much on our minds. It's so much in our hearts. And I believe it will be impossible for quite a while for us to read the Torah on Shabbat morning and not see something in it that potentially reminds us either of the experience or what we might learn from it, whatever it might be. 
when we read Parshat Breshit this week and we read the words that God saw everything in the world that was tov ma'od, that it was very good, how can we read those words without thinking about what people, evil people, and I use the word people probably loosely in this case, but evil individuals did to the people of Israel, to our brothers and sisters. When we read Parshat Noah and we read about the flood that overtakes the world, will we be thinking about a flood of water or will we be thinking about a flood of evil and of danger that the world's experiencing? When we go to Parshat Lech Lecha and read of God's promise to Abraham to go into the land and to find in that land a homeland for yourself and for your descendants, What's that going to bring to mind? When we read Parshat Vayera and we read of the binding of Isaac and the pain of Abraham, at least according to many of the legends written, the Agadot written about the story, the pain of Abraham and seeing his son on the altar, how can we not think about those who sacrificed their lives, who gave their lives just because they lived in Israel, just because they were living in as Jews in the Jewish state. And it will go on and on. At some point, we're going to have to see different things in the Torah. At some point, we're going to have to begin to see words of hope and words of, of, of promise again. And we're going to be able to focus our minds on other issues and think about other issues facing the world today and facing the Jewish people today, but it's going to take a while. And I presume it's going to take longer for the people in the state of Israel than it will be for us just because of distance. But that's going to be a reality when we read the Torah and the Haftarah portions this year. Because the entire reason that we read the Torah over and over again is because it says something different to us each year depending on where we are, depending on what's happening in our lives, and depending upon our experiences. So my thoughts at this moment are that as we look at the Torah this year, we're going to be seeing things that we didn't see before, reacting in ways that we hadn't before. And that's what the reading of the Torah is supposed to do. I hope that as time moves along, the wounds will begin to heal enough so that we can see different things in the Torah. But I am prepared completely in thinking about how I'll approach the Torah portion each week as, as, as in, in the synagogue to feel the, the open scars, the open wounds of this horrendous experience that our brothers and sisters have experienced firsthand and we've all felt from a distance. In the podcast this year, I, I'll refer to it occasionally. I will try, though, to find other things in the Torah portion because, and other things to speak about just because I want to try to make sure that we're thinking about issues in the world in general, but I know 
that my mood of the podcast, my thoughts about them in the weeks to come will certainly reflect some thoughts on this this life-changing experience that has happened to our people and again directly to our brothers and sisters in Israel and just by the fact that we're family in our hearts as well. I pray that the reading of the Torah will provide us some insight and in time some hope, some hope for rebuilding, for repairing, and for moving forward. Until next time, thank you.